welcome back you guys i am so sorry for skipping last week's episode i actually recorded an episode at 6 30 a.m i thought that would be like a really smart idea and it was garbage like just trash and after i recorded it like i think it was like 20 30 minutes i don't know but i i pressed stop and i was like no no I'll just re-record tonight and then post it, you know, Tuesday night instead of in the morning. Came home from work. I sat down to record a completely different topic from what I talked about in the morning. And it just wasn't flowing. Like I just, I was too contemplative about, you know, different thoughts that I was just kind of scattered and it wasn't cohesive and it didn't feel authentic. It felt like a topic that I felt like I just needed to pick one to, to post on a Tuesday. So I really just don't want these episodes to be so, you know, because I promise an episode every Tuesday, I have to release content every Tuesday. I really want it to be authentic and something that's really thorough and thought out and something that's just really authentic and something that I've had enough time to process. And last week I was talking about fucking like being flexible with your schedule, like boring. Okay. Like whatever. And I just wasn't feeling it. And I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Like it was, and also why, why was I recording at six 30 in the morning? That's weird. But I like that. I took some time because within the last week, a lot of shit has happened. Um, particularly a lot of deaths. And I was kind of waiting to do this episode until I felt well, one, closer to Halloween so that it would be spooky season and we can really just talk about death and what that means and my perception of it. Um, and speaking of death, for those of you that's your first time listening to this ep- uh, to this podcast, um, this started a few episodes ago. I just randomly play a Halloween ambiance <laughs> on my TV and I tell you guys what I'm watching. So today's ambiance is... Spooky Halloween haunted house ambiance, gentle rain and Halloween music, 10 hours, COVID Halloween. I don't know what the fuck COVID Halloween is, but I'm not down for that. But anyway, this is this is a good one. There's some rain, there's a haunted house, there's a big old jack-o'-lantern and some weird ass cat staring at me in the background. So highly recommend if you want some spooky vibes. But I think that sets the tone for this spooky episode. So if you haven't heard or you don't like reading the news, which I'm honestly getting to a point where it's just like, fuck the fucking news. It's bullshit. It's curated, whatever. Whole, totally different topic. So I'm not going to get on my fucking uh, pedestal about that. But uh, some woman driving over 90 miles per hour in LA, kind of by where I live, like 15 minutes by where I live. Uh, yeah, driving 90 miles per hour, ran a red light, and six people died. And one of them was like an entire family in their car. Absolutely tragic. Um, and it's all over the news. And it's just this like nurse from Texas. And then, I'm, I don't know her name, this actress, Ann Hatch, I think. I don't know. But she ran into someone's home in LA, and it caught on fire, and she's in a coma, and she's not being responsive. And then Olivia Newton-John just died and some other actor just died. I don't know. I just feel like something weird is in the air. And yeah, I just thought that this was a good time to talk about it because I have just been thinking about it nonstop. And I, I often think about death, what it means, what is this all for? And I think that that, pro- that thought process in itself 
for me personally actually shifts a lot of my my actions and my mindset to where I don't really let the little things affect me. I I really think deeply and conceptually and existentially on a daily basis. Like I <laughs> I try to extrapolate the meanings of everything, of every interaction, of every situation and I don't know. I just think about like, what did that, what did that interaction mean in the grand scheme of things? If I'm just going to die one day, like what was this interaction meant to teach me? Why is it meant to teach me something? Why am I meant to learn lessons? Why am I meant to succeed? If all of this just kind of ends one day, like what the fuck does this all mean? And I think about nature a lot and how it is absolutely miraculous. And if you think about our bodies, also nature, it's miraculous. It keeps us alive. We're breathing involuntarily. We're moving our body. Like we have so many different ticks with our bodies that we do that we don't even realize. And our bodies are just doing this in the background. And we overlook all of this often. And we kind of focus on the mundane, on the tasks, on interactions, on people, on breakups, on, on things that are stressing you out. Like we're, our, our minds are preoccupied with, with other thoughts that oftentimes we don't look deeper and really focus on the fact that we're lucky to be alive. And thankfully, in the United States, for the most part, we are fortunate enough, and most of the places around the world, we're fortunate enough from the system that we've created to not really need to think about our survival. Like, we've come so far as a species that we think like our equivalent of a survival is just like feeling like we're going to die because we had a breakup or feeling like we're going to die because, uh, you know, we're not financially secure, but not realizing the fact that you can still supply for your family or you still can buy food. Like anything that doesn't fall within the scope of like, I'm not really fitting into society is kind of like our version of (laughs) survival mode, if you know what I'm saying. But really, like, we don't often have to think about, for the most part, obviously some people do, and that's a different conversation, but for the most part, we don't really have to think about survival in terms of eating or drinking water or access to water or access to clothes. It's available to us, and, you know, it's harder for some people than it is for other people, unfortunately, and that's something that I think about all the time. Why was I born into this family? Why was that person born into that family? Why was this person born uh, to a celebrity? Why was this person born into poverty? Like there's so many questions as to why we're born into into the families that we're born into. Like what the fuck does this mean? And by chance, you know, you're just born with more or less opportunities than somebody else. And if you have less opportunities than somebody else, it's still possible to get all of those same opportunities. It's just going to be harder because of those circumstances. Why are some people born in war zones? Why are some people born in places where there's very limited access to food and water? Like, why does this happen? And it's all by chance. And I think about religion a lot and different religions, and I don't associate with one religion. I think I'm more spiritual, but I also think about the fact like if there's a God or a deity or multiple gods or whatever, who is deciding where we're born and why? And what's the lesson and what's the meaning behind somebody living a life let's say in the Middle East, in in Israel or Palestine, in a war zone. Like what is 
the, what's the point of that? I don't, I don't understand it. And some people don't even get out of these circumstances. And I, I also think that if we're born into an opportunity that seems like it's less than somebody else, we have the opportunity to change our communities by getting ourselves and, and, our, and our immediate families or, or our, our neighborhoods or communities, whatever the heck, we can get out of it together by one person initiating a change. It takes one person to conjure up a group of people to finally elicit change. But why is that there in the first place? Like, why are there so many issues in certain places across the world that someone needs to initiate change? That's something that I don't understand. And I've been thinking a lot about this, this situation that happened in LA. I don't know why I keep thinking about it. I think I've been thinking about it way too often. But just imagine the fact that, you know, we don't think about, for the most part, our survival on a daily basis. Like we're thinking about our to-do list. We're thinking about what do I need to get from Target later? What am I going to do after work? Who's coming over later? Like what plans do I need to make? Do I want to go to a nightclub? Do I want to go to a bar? And if we're driving and we're talking to our loved ones and we're like, yeah, I'll see you later. And we hang up in a hurry. This family or these families that are just driving, one of them was driving to a doctor's appointment to just get a checkup on her eight-month-old baby that she has, that she's pregnant with, and her and her entire family just die at an intersection. What, how does that make sense? They just woke up on a normal day, went about their business, was going to an appointment, a normal, exciting appointment. And all of their lives are just lost. And that's it. Gone. Poof. As if they were never here. What does that mean? What? Like, what is the meaning behind something so incredibly senseless? And why does the person that caused this accident, why is that person the one that survives? What the fuck does that mean? Like, I think about these things often. And I, and I also think about the fact that Life is so fragile and we're not promised a single day. And I go out of my way more than I should to, not should, but more than I sometimes am capable of doing to be there for those that I love at any time. I will go out of my way, even if I'm suffering, even if I'm struggling, whatever the case, like I will make it happen I worry about people that I love so much so that I think sometimes it's suffocating because I think about these things often. Like I track everybody that (laughs) I care about because I get scared. And if I don't get a response within a certain amount of time, I think of the worst case scenarios. Like what if something happened? And I feel like I'm not able to fully detach from the outside world, from people that I care about and just be present because I feel like I always need to have my phone on me in case something happens. And if if something does happen and I'm focusing on myself or taking like two hours away from my phone and within those two hours, like there's an emergency, I'm not, I'm not available or I don't see it. Like what then? Like, will I, how can I live with that regret? And I also think so much about the fact, like if I, if I, I don't like leaving conversations angry with anybody because I'm so paranoid that something's going to happen and that conversation is just going to end angrily and I will never get to apologize or have a conversation or say I'm sorry to the person that I just got angry with for something that can easily be solvable or easily be just like, hey, let's let this go. 
for the most part, situations that we get so angry about, look inward. Like, are you just trying to be right? Are you trying to prove a point? Or did something genuinely happen that, that warrants you being that angry? And only you can answer that question. I don't fucking know. Like I have some situations where it's like, yeah, I'm angry, rightfully so. And I have some situations where I'm like, I'm angry because I'm frustrated that I can't, I can't really show somebody or I don't understand why somebody that I'm talking to can't understand my perspective. And if things escalate and get shitty just because I, I'm frustrated that somebody can't see my perspective and they leave that conversation and they go on a drive, a heated drive and something, God forbid, happens, I can't live with that. And I know that's a very morbid way to think, but that's where my mind goes. But I also think that it's why I'm very patient. I'm very patient with people and I'm very patient with situations and conflict. I'm just patient with people because I know that the little things just don't fucking matter. In the grand scheme of things, like those small little situations don't matter. And if you love someone and if you've burned bridges with somebody because of just butting heads, it's not worth it. It's really, unless someone like goes out of their way to screw you over, which has been the case for me with my extended family. Like they've gone out of their way to screw me over. I'm not going to talk about that now because that's a whole nother episode, but like that's a rare situation. And if someone from that, my extended family reaches out and apologizes, I will kindly accept their apology because I also feel like people evolve. We grow, we make mistakes, we say shitty things, and we also shouldn't really be held accountable for things that we've done or said X amount of years ago. If we have decided now in this moment we are a changed person. And if you have genuinely, you know, changed your behaviors and your mindset and, and your reaction to things, and that is apparent, people deserve to be forgiven. Like you'd want to be forgiven for something that you did X amount of years ago. And I guarantee you that you've done shit X amount of years ago. That's been shitty. We all have, like, we've all said mean things. We've all not really understood the, the caliber, the capacity of, of how much we're hurting somebody. And then we grow and we evolve and we look back and we're like, what the fuck? I was such a shit person back then. Or I shouldn't have said that back then. And you wouldn't want somebody to look at you five years later or 10 years down the road and say, no, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to talk to you because you hurt me 10 years ago because you'd be offended by the fact that you're no longer that person. Like life is literally all about evolving. It's (laughs) just evolution And we have to set our egos aside and come together as a community. Like, I just feel like there's been so much division and so much, there's just so many different sides of different things with races and sexuality and Roe versus Wade. And there's just so many conflicting opinions that nobody can just sit down and listen and have like nobody with two conflicting views can sit down and have a productive conversation. Like, I just don't feel like that's even happening. It's either fuck you, you're stupid and you suck. And, or, or, you know, you're like, Oh, you agree with me. You're cool. Like we need to be able to have these difficult conversations to understand that we're all just trying to fucking coexist in this 
bizarre, strange, miraculous, depressing, fucked up, but also beautiful world all at the same time. Like just looking in nature, it's like, how are these things just, how are these systems just in place and working so harmoniously and working so beautifully? Like trees are, are getting nutrients from their roots. And like, we don't think about all the food that we're the fruits and veggies that we're eating that are just like fucking pop up on some tree. And we're like, thanks. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy to me. And I don't know. I just think that we overlook all of these little miracles and after life, like what is there? I personally believe that there's something. I believe that there is something and I just don't know. Obviously, I don't know what that is. I also feel like those people that say that they've died and have seen heaven or have seen the afterlife. I don't believe it. Sorry. There I said it. I said it. I don't believe it. I just, there's a lot of factors that come into play in terms of neuroscience, in terms of, you know, if you're, if you're like body is close to death, your body could release a, a shit ton of DMT, which is the uh, neurotransmitter responsible for dreaming. And we have these very elaborate dreams and a lot of the times people are people speculate that when people are saying they had a you know they died and they saw things like that that's just what what's happening like there's a lot of things that we can explain but also i don't know i've never fucking died and been like yo what's up like i died like 5 minutes ago but i'm back bitch like it hasn't happened to me so i don't know obviously but and that ha- hasn't happened to most people i believe so yeah it's just a very strange it's strange. And to think about the fact that one day, poof, we're going to be gone. We're going to be dust. <laughs> like, where the fuck do we go? Like, my sister and I joke sometimes. Like, my dad passed away from cancer uh, a few years ago. And we joke sometimes, like, hey, do you know, like, where dad is? Like, <laughs> do you know who we can call to, like, figure out, like, where he went? Like, where did he literally go? What? <laughs> like... What? It's such a strange thing to grasp and to understand. And, you know, it's one of the only things that we can't experience or understand until it happens. Like there's these emotions that we maybe haven't felt, but we can understand them. We've seen them. We can sympathize with people that have these emotions that we don't, we have not yet felt on a deeper level, but we see it we recognize it and we understand it, but we can't see death in that way. Like, yes, we see people die. Yes, we go through grief, but nothing where we can actually understand at all what the fuck is happening. (laughs) It's laughable. Like what the, what the shit is this? Is this a joke? Like, is this a joke? Like, why am I sitting here in this apartment with my candles on and my stupid fucking Halloween ambiance with a blanket looking like a bad bitch in my robe and my new fucking spooky ass nails. Like why did I pay $93 to get my nails done? First of all, off topic. First of all, I didn't even know that they were that expensive. Okay. I got fucking acrylics and I I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get my nails done. And she's like, yeah, your total is uh, $78. I said, can I, can I return it? Like, can I return it? So yeah, I'm sitting here 
looking bougie as hell, you know, feeling bougie as hell. And then I'm just going to die. <laughs> I just don't understand. But I will say, I do see a lot of signs from my dad. And this could also be something that I've, you know, obviously it's something that I, I've made up or I see what I want to see to then, you know, give some sort of meaning to life itself. But some things are way too coincidental. But again, you know, it's all perception, it's all perspective, and it's really just comes down to your beliefs. Some people are absolutely convinced that this is what happens to you when you die. You go to heaven or you go, there's different levels to heaven and it's guaranteed. Like this is why you're on earth and your actions on earth need to be dictated by what happens after death. Like that is a belief that people, some people strongly, genuinely believe. Personally, I think that <laughs> there's obviously no way to figure out what happens after life. So enjoy your life and don't live your life. This is just my advice, my unsolicited advice. Okay. Don't live your life sheltered or following someone else's rules or standards because of something that you don't yet know. Like what we know is what we can see. That's it. That is it. That's it. So what you see is what you know. What you don't see, you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there, babe. Trust me, we all will. And I'll see you there. I'll see you fucking bitches there. I'll see you heathen ass people, you sinners. I will see you on the other side. <laughs> and we'll all be there together being like, oh, all right. This isn't too bad. This is, this is kind of sick. It's kind of sick. And hopefully, I swear to God, you guys, if I have bills when I die, like in, in some other realm, like I'll be so fucking pissed off. Like if we just die, then end up like in another universe, like another sphere or whatever the shit. I don't, I don't know fucking physics. If we end up somewhere else and there is some sort of dumb ass system where you have to wake up and, you know, go to your fucking, do your job and do your tasks and go to fucking school and then pay all your stupid bills and like I'm I'm good off it. I I where do I opt out? Where do I opt out? Anyway, back to my story. Back to story time. So I I think I've said this a long ass time ago, but I was sitting down in my backyard. I was laying down on the floor, and this was the day my dad died. And I was looking up at the sky in our old house, and I was like, Yo, if you are gonna be looking over us, can you give me a sign, like a shooting star, something? Show me something that, you know, that you'll be with us. And I was laying next to my friend on the grass outside and literally seconds later, I've never seen a shooting star in my entire life, just phew, right across my face. And I said, did you just see that? Like, did I make that up? And he goes, whoa, a shooting star. And I was like, no fucking way, no fucking way. And he died at 4.14 a.m., and I see that number fucking everywhere, everywhere, so randomly, like so randomly. And yeah, okay, you see what you want to see, Sabrina. I get it. I fucking get it, okay? But if that's the meaning that I attach, it's the meaning that I attach. And okay, this one, this one you can't explain. And I dare you to explain it. Actually, I don't, I don't dare you to explain it because I'm going to have somebody up in my DM saying like, well, this happens because, <laughs> and I don't give a shit, but my dad's music randomly plays in my car. Don't know why, never downloaded his songs on my iTunes, just fucking comes on absolutely randomly. And usually when I need it the most, when I'm just like depressed or 
whatever. It just comes on and I'm like, yo, what's up? Welcome. And my sister and I, it happened while we were together in the car. And she's like, is this just a glitch? Like, is this just a glitch? I'm like, well, let's find out. And I, we both said, dad, like out loud, if you can hear us, play a Christmas song next. And after the song that was playing was over, a fucking Christmas song came on and we were shook. We were shook. And so I was like, I don't know where the fuck you are, but I think that it's really rude that you don't communicate with me via like carrier pigeon or a fucking letter. And if you're list, if you can listen to this, uh, this is directed at my, at my father, Charlie Harp. If you can hear this wherever the fuck you are and you're not responding, that's rude. Okay. It's fucking rude, <laughs> but it's a strange concept to grasp. And it's something that can cause a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear and the thought of losing a loved one, someone that we just get so close to can cause obviously so much anxiety and fear. But don't forget to live your life. Don't forget to be forgiving, to let go of situations, to let go of the past versions of yourself that bring you so much anxiety and 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 insecurities in this present moment. Like if you look back and you reflect on your mistakes often, it's like, just let it go. They happened. They're done. Like, honestly, who cares? And if your mistakes have caused a lot of pain to people, reach out and apologize. And you don't need to expect a response. I made a mistake. I made quite a few mistakes that I think about often and they bring me down. And then I think to myself, you know what? I didn't, if I look back and, and, and I go back to that moment, could I have done it any differently? Probably not. You know, we have hindsight when we look back on our mistakes, or we look back on our past. It's like, we're looking back with a new set of eyes, with a new set of understanding and perspective, which is why we have so much guilt or anxiety about things that we've done before. It's because, you know, we have a different higher level of thinking based off of our new, our newer experiences. And hopefully we just don't make those same mistakes again, moving forward, but you cannot get down on yourself for not having the proper tools to handle situations in the past. Like you just didn't have the tools. You just didn't have the knowledge and you handled it the way you handled it, whatever the case may be. And it's done. It's, it's over. So give yourself grace, give the people around you grace, understand that other people's mistakes are not personal. They're just the only way that some people know how to deal with their own shit. And I'm obviously excluding anything that's like harmful. Okay. I'm not talking about fucking assholes that are just harmful to people physically or emotionally, even though that's its own psychology. Okay. Different topic for a different day. But for the most part, you know, be forgiving, be understanding, let things go and don't let situations damper you or anger you so much so that you can't see clearly and you can't see that we're dwelling too much on situations that don't matter in terms of our the longevity of our lives. You know, what are you hyper-focusing on? What are you fixating on? Is it going to be something that you even remember in a few years? No, like you're going to reflect back on your life 
later in life on the beautiful moments and the things that you maybe haven't done. You're not going to remember the stupid little fights you had with someone. You're not going to remember the little things that you said to somebody at the bar that was probably mean or that somebody said to you that was probably mean. And you're, you're not going to remember these things. Like they're small, they're small flashing moments. So let the shit go. You guys, life is too fucking short. We're not, none of us signed up for this shit. All right. None of us. This is rude. I did not sign a consent form. Like I feel like 2022 and 2021 and 2020 have been the years of consent. Okay. Well, every year is the year of consent. Let's be real, but it's been a topic of discussion a lot lately. And why the fuck did not like, did we not consent to our lives? Like that's fucked up. If you ask me, I blame that one on Jesus. I was like, where was my consent form when I was born? Like, or before I was born, the fuck, the fuck. And, 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 and why can't we remember being in the womb? Like, why can't we remember being born? Why can't I remember being one years old or two years old? Like, what does this mean? Brains are fascinating. Like we remember snippets of our lives or bigger picture things. I don't even fucking know. Like this shit's whack. I could ramble about this shit forever because there's so many fascinating things to talk about the human body, the brain, the mind, two different things and understanding why the shit we're here. Nonetheless, we're here, so we might as well make the most of it because as this week, this very eerie, odd week has proven, none of our lives are promised to us. You could wake up tomorrow, God forbid, knock on wood. I'm going to knock on wood for all you bitches. You hear that? Yeah, that's me knocking on wood. You could wake up tomorrow, you know, have your whole day planned and be so focused on your day that, oh, Paprika agrees with me. She's like, you fucking preach, you fucking tell them. But <laughs> Paprika, I need you to stop. This is a very, this is, I was onto something really good. And she's, okay, just speaking of death, Paprika will like sometimes literally just be laying on my bed and she'll just look up like when, I, when I'm trying to go to sleep and she'll look into my bathroom and just stare into it and growl. I'm like, bitch, I know your ass sees a ghost and I'm out. I'm out of here. Like so fast. Like she'll just stare for like five minutes and just growl. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm dying tonight. I'm dying tonight. Anyway, back to my very um, inspiring uh, message before my dog just did the same shit and barked it. I don't know what she's barking at. So there's definitely spirits, <laughs> definitely spirits in here. But uh, yeah, so you could definitely just wake up tomorrow and focus on your day and have your planner and have all your shit and your to-do lists be driving aimlessly maybe you're texting maybe you're whatever you're you're lost in thought and boom something happens and you're you're gone like that's such a scary thought to even try it's so it's so hard for us to grasp that we think that it's that's not going to happen to us and when we see these things on the news they seem so far removed because we can't even understand the fact that that could happen to any of us. Like we, we genuinely don't, we can't make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. And like senseless. And I think about this sadly at concerts. I'm like, is this, is this something going to happen? Like I just did an eight mile race in Balboa park in San Diego. And I'm like, is something going to happen? Like this is a large group of people. It's an event anything could happen. Like nobody just, you know, the Boston marathon bombing, like you didn't just wake up in the morning and and train for this race, like for the last year saying like, Oh, I'm going to get bombed today. 
It's, you know what, I'm going to go run this race that I've trained for for so long. And then boom, something senseless happens and lives are lost and people are living with that forever. Like that doesn't make any sense. So really ask yourself and contemplate. And like, if you don't think about this often, you should be because it, it helps you dictate your behaviors and your actions and your responses towards other people and other situations and just kind of, you know, not letting things get to you as much and being more forgiving as an overall person. Forgiveness is the key to living a peaceful life. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Even the people that have done you so wrong and just stepped on you, forgive because forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Boom. It's for fucking you. Okay. And I'm so glad that I kind of deferred this episode because my last recording on what was it fucking being, uh, like getting off your routine and some dumb shit and not being flexible, like didn't cut it. It just didn't cut it. (laughs) I was so bad. I deleted it. I was so mad, but this one flowed more. I think you guys, and it's more meaningful and something that I just felt finally compelled to talk about when it was just, it's just been on my mind for a while. And with that, live a little more, worry a little less. And that's advice for myself too, because I worry like a fucking worry wart every fucking day that it's actually exhausting. Like I just worry, worry, worry. And it doesn't, it doesn't do anyone any good. You worrying will not change a single outcome at all, at all. And learning to let that go, I think is going to be extremely powerful for your life and definitely my life. So I'm, I'm working on it. All right. I'm working on it. But, um, yeah, life isn't promised to you. Live life to your fullest potential, you know, all the shit that you hear all the time, but we really don't quite understand it because death seems so far removed, but it will happen one day to all of us. And when it does, and when I die and when you die, I'll see you bitches on the other fucking side. All right. And I'll be there and we will have a Halloween party and it'll be a real Halloween party because we'll be spirits as fuck. Like it doesn't get better than a Halloween party for dead people. Like it does. It just doesn't. So that'll be the Halloween party of the fucking century, dude. And I can't, I'll see you there. I'm not going to say I can't wait to see you there because there's some shit I got to do on earth first, but I'll see you bitches there. (laughs) With that, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, and I'll record an episode next week if I fucking feel like it, all right? Okay, bye.